From Calvary Church of Santa Ana, this is the Calvary Life Podcast, the show where we share stories, laugh together, and have discussions about faith, life, and God with people from Calvary Church. Here are your hosts, Eric and Matt. Welcome to the Calvary Life Podcast. This is Eric Wakeling here with Matt Doan and Tim Nellis. How you doing, Tim? Doing Doing good, doing good. Oh, yeah. Whoa! Hey, guys, some people. Yeah, some, Li- the live did you suit, get any of that yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> there was very, uh, very little applause. <laughs> uh, so this is uh, for everyone to understand. We so you guys pretty much probably know we record these on Mondays most of the time, and and we talk about like yesterday, Sunday. Now Matt Don and I were both not at church. So we were playing hooky. Yeah. Matt was just like bathing on the beaches of Florida <laughs> bathing, and I was like serving the poor in, um, oh, and Pastor Robles. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Hey Tim, you gotta make sure you're really close on the microphone. Gosh, well, it goes too high. Short. <laughs> small. Um, but yeah, so we're, we're here to talk about it. So we listened to the sermon from yesterday, most of us. And then, um, you'll be able to tell which one. Then. <laughs> I haven't listened to it. <laughs> Try not to. Let, let me ask you that question. Do yeah. you typically, when you preach, if it's recorded somewhere, do you like to listen to it? Is it a painful exercise or both? I give it a few days. I don't want to listen to it within the next 24 hours. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it can be both. Sometimes mm-hmm. I listen to I'm like, yeah. that was a really good point. <laughs> right, <laughs> and right. there's other times and you're like, oh, oh no, it's out there forever. Right. <laughs> Can't yeah, get it back. Do you ever like seriously think like you'll listen to it and you'll think like, oh wow, that was like, that was a smart point. I don't remember making that point or like being, I, I didn't think I could say that. Totally. You know, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. I totally do that. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So let's get into it a little bit. Should we do a little, a uh, little pre-talk? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Let's, before we get into the content, you know. Okay. Before we talk through, dissect Sunday's message. (laughs) Just break it down. (laughs) I've got 17 heresies to discuss. (laughs) Although Tim did in the talk, he definitely made it so no one would come and talk to him about his talk afterwards. Did you like that? Yeah. Yeah. He said this whole thing. Of like, you know, if you kind of like, you know, if you're not like thinking about yourself changing, you just want to people just you just want to come and talk to me about my sermon and how I should change or whatever, you know. <laughs> so it was like a preemptive strike. So it did, was. did you get anybody to talk about your no, sermon? No, it was the first time I've ever spoken in the main service wow. where no one came up and was like, "Well, you know, this one point you could have." Yeah, it was yeah. really nice. Huh. Do you think? I just, think I did a service to us all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. It'll last about one month. Do you think just this was the first time you didn't have heresy in your talk? <laughs> Could be. I'm still learning. Oh. Uh, I still have yet to have someone not talk to me. <laughs> I, I mean, there's a couple ways you can look at just feedback, quote yeah, unquote, yeah, feedback yeah. from sermons. One is like, oh, people are engaged or they're like connected to it. Like, that's cool. Sometimes I get nervous when no one says anything. Yeah. Like, oh, that's even, oh, that's even worse. Just, yeah, exactly. It either flew over everyone's heads or usually my type of speaking is just people fell asleep or what. So, <laughs> so when people do like, ah, oh, what about this point? Or I, you know, I don't know about that. Like at least, at least they're engaged. Right. It's kind of oh, yeah. like a shock jock. <laughs> well, we kind of, we kind of like ran through like the four types of people that come to a service. Oh yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, that. like type one is ready and willing. Like, yeah. Like we want to change, give us it. And then there's the, the curious, they're mm-hmm. like, Hey, we're here. We're interested. 
you know, show me something new. Like, I'm excited about this. Then there's the doubters who are like, eh, you've got to prove it to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then there's just the opponents. Hmm. Like, they're just looking for things to, to pick out. Yeah. And that's yeah. who I was picking on yeah. yesterday were the opponents. And Jesus had all of that, right? Even as people followed his ministry, people are like, hey, I, I hear the word and I want to respond to it and change. And then people who are like, oh, I'm just here to trap you. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's interesting. Yeah, because people are people, right? Like, regardless of who the communicator is. Sure. Yes. Um, and Jesus wasn't like, uh, I guess some people thought of Jesus as like someone cool to come see, but it w- wasn't like uh, the popular preacher. Right. You know, he was like, he was the one that was causing, prob- yeah. he was the preacher yeah, causing the problems. Agitation yeah, the <laughs> A little bit of an agitator. Right. Which I think Tim likes to play that role. <laughs> <laughs> to poke the bear you know every once in a while exactly (laughs) but i I didn't choose this passage i would not have chosen this passage so i I, that's that's the question i have for you scripture eric like so when you like piece out all the passages and then you piece out the weeks you will and won't speak yeah this is this strategic legitimately just because i was out of town and matt was out of town that we that we asked you specifically to do this that makes me feel special because we just <laughs> I was gonna say, it's like, no no one else could do no, it no, 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 no one else no. <laughs> it's literally we, because we were both out I of asked town 15, that I asked 15 people to come over for dinner and no one could come so i invited you uh, that was a trap i Ooh, fell into that okay. was fantastic i did fall into a trap but that's not what i'm trying to say uh i, I <laughs> I am trying to say I wanted to have Tim speak a couple times this year. Yes. And one of those need happened to be this that week. That needs to be the week that we're like not here yes. for. So if there's a week we're both not here, it's like for sure gonna be that. And I just chart out the the like passages with no thought of like who's speaking it necessarily. Of or course. like you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, yeah. This was all you want to be defensive like, about it, it's okay. Uh, well, so it's like the genealogy is coming up in like Ooh, three weeks that one's or whatever. Spicy, right? You're just like, I can't remember if I have that one or not. I should look that up right now. I think I probably do, but you do. Uh, yeah, I do. You remember? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Matt knows. <laughs> did, speaking of feedback, did anyone, since Eric and I were both gone with him, like, where, Oh yeah. Where, 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 where are those guys? Oh man. Oh no, no. It's kind of <laughs> just silence, just radio silence. Out of, out, of, out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> So this might just be the good place to talk about it. Okay. This thing that happened on Sunday that I'm not happy about. Oh, oh, oh no. Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't plan. Well, I kind of planned on it, but no. it, it went better than I thought. Yeah. So he's like listing all these like people you could learn from that were like legends and stuff, you know, like the school of Samsvik or Billy Graham or uh, Mitchell. And then he's like, or Wakeling. And then the crowd audibly laughs. <laughs> I can hear Was it a, a laugh laughter. like we totally agree with you or a laugh like no. how, preposter- how preposterous? <laughs> yeah, I think it was very much. I mean, you can. Well, I set it up for a laugh. You did kind of give I it kind of gave little, it a little gap. Wakeling. And then, yeah. or Wakeling. A little, little wink. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was all love. It was funny. Yeah, it was Tongue funny, actually. I liked it. <laughs> Eric's love language is, is to laugh at him and laugh at others. So oh. it works. How do you feel about that? What's that? Handling people laughing at you or laughing at people. <laughs> I, I actually love it. I Do love, you like it too? I, yeah, I love when I can make fun of myself or be self-deprecating, that kind of thing. The banter. Yeah. I'm a fan of banter. Yeah. Yeah, but you're, you're a sensitive little guy. Yeah. <laughs> 
Got hot I, here. But, but this is also the thing that I keep saying here on this podcast of like the, the I, that I yes. always say, like the mean don't or whatever, which I don't mean actually mean don't. It's just the like, the like sports banter guy jokes, you know, like the kind I of can, like, I can give and take. I can give and take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You totally can. Yeah. And that's where. I always try to have people like be able to know that side of you instead of just thinking that you're, you're like just cruel. the perfect shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have to try to cut you down because everyone likes you so much. <laughs> Anyways, back to Tim's message. No, no. What? Why? <laughs> just kidding. You can move on. Yeah, you, what, you what was a, your favorite part? My favorite part? Oh, Matt. Oh, yeah. Matt, what was your favorite part? I love the Revelation 9. <laughs> 20 and 21 <laughs> passage of even tell me about when it. all this has been revealed people still not repent yeah how did that, that was connect? powerful it was really powerful <laughs> i was on an airplane i was on an airplane <laughs> in multiple airports yesterday okay. do, you ever, do you ever feel like a you, so you're wearing a surf team hat yes can you tell me about that <laughs> this is actually easy he can do this easily yeah. go for it so yeah i'm wearing a surf team hat currently as we're doing mm-hmm. this podcast from orange lutheran high school I think it says, just say Olu Surf on it. Orange Lutheran Surf Team, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So both my kids, this is actually Whoa. their hat. I've stolen their hat. And yeah. so your, your kids too. My uh, my daughter's the captain of the Olu Surf whoa. Team. Yeah, yeah, whoa, yeah. Whoa, whoa. Which I don't know what that means. But <laughs> my daughter is on the non-competitive group of the surf team. Gotcha. <laughs> so she doesn't do the competitions except for the spring girls competition, which will be coming up soon. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fun. So, yes. But yeah, she is not doing that stuff. But, uh, yeah, Don's kids are like, I'm like amazed at this. Not like, I know this is, <laughs> this is going to be. I know where you're going. Yeah, I just feel like, I do feel a little bit like, how are Don's kids like good at surfing? <laughs> well, I'm, of us three, I'm the non-surfer, right? Yeah, exactly, so, exactly. Well, did you? They've, like, gotten, so last... they've gotten the bug. They've just, in fact, is Sam, that from your Sam dad? wants to surf with you. He's been talking about that. So Yeah, we talked um, about it too. Yeah, yeah, so. Yeah, I think my dad, my dad still shortboards at 73. Wow. Damn, so he'll that's go out cool, in the, the chilled, chilled water of Santa Cruz and get out there on his shortboard. Wow. So, um, so yeah, I think that's probably where they picked up a little bit of that. So I'm posing a little bit with my Olu surf hat, no, but no, 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 proud, no. Of, my, I don't, proud I of my actually, own kids. No, no, I don't think you're posing with the hat actually at all because I think like you would wear, like I would wear a, whatever sport your kid fo- did, you know, football True. team yeah. Yeah. hat. And I would never, I've never played tackle football, uh, that kind of a thing. So, all right. So, okay. This other thing. Okay. Let's get, let's do some of the like not more non-serious. We'll work our way. Kind of like what you did in your talk. Like you worked your way from, you know, <laughs> yeah. these yeah. introductory things. Cause you had these little, these little setups at yes. the beginning, these little, like these common, common knowledge quips that people all kind of just buy into right right i think i think the one actually that's like the works the best is like the care you know if you eat carrots it's good for your creatine <laughs> let's try these let's try your some eyes. of them with oh, your, should we try them on okay, your, yeah, yeah, your yeah, eyes yeah. exactly yeah. Keep, yeah. keep going so if you eat a big lunch and you want to go swimming you need to don't wait do it 30 least. minutes 30 minutes oh, please oh. yeah, i'm falling right in the crowd aren't i um, oh, I, actually, I, I heard the Star Wars these, one, though, but I don't remember. In, the... in oh, last week, listen. we talked it through a little bit. Oh, that's oh, true. Yeah, that's that's true. true. But you biffed it, dude. No, what? you no. did. Where you did on the Star Wars one? No, I didn't. You said the word Luke. I know it was leading. But that's the whole point. Is Luke's not in it? I, I know. That's but my you whole said Luke. point. I did oh, you say were, Luke. You were afraid they were gonna get it right. <laughs> I was a little afraid that they didn't believe it. So I just said Luke. Yeah, and then yeah. they all said, I'm, I'm your father. father. But they're right. No, they're not. Because he said no. 
I am your father. He didn't say Luke. He didn't say Luke. But they didn't say they didn't say Luke. You said Luke. Oh. Yeah, but so they, I'm saying they, they got were, it right. They were agreeing with the with the Luke <laughs> premise. <laughs> I did hear some feedback immediately about that. That was the first comment of the whole morning. Was that the, yeah, okay. That's a, if that's the greatest mistake you made in like a sermon or whatever, take factual that. mistake, <laughs> yeah, I'll take that too. And then but I heard you do it because I was actually listening to it. Uh, I turned on the live stream a little bit while I was with my in-laws and on the little vacation this weekend. Yeah. And, uh, but I only stayed through that part and then I turned it back. <laughs> I listen to the rest today. It's about to get serious. I'm on vacation. What's the rest of it today? Is that what our church family does? Like, huh? Okay, I'm out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll give you two minutes. Yeah. We're about to eat breakfast. (laughs) And then Brussels sprouts. Oh, yeah. Brussels sprouts. I repented. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That goes into the repentance. That's a repentance bit. Wait, 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 wait. You're going too fast. Yeah, yeah. Back up, back up. Because, like, so the whole point was you're saying there's things that we get that we think we know like sort of through collective knowledge, knowledge through how we world. grow up yeah, what we yeah, know yeah, yeah that are correct yeah so the whole carrot Only to thing's find out not real wrong. no your body like <laughs> it has like the the beta carotene and then as soon as your body gets what it needs nothing else it just uh. flushes the rest of it so you can eat carrots all day long and it won't help your and eyes and it won't help your eyes Although, so you actually accidentally said creatine, but you were kind of right when I you was about beta well, carotene. But creatine, when I creatine. was in college, there was a guy on our floor, and he started juicing like crazy. He was, <laughs> His skin he was in track and field, and he was just juicing and juicing and juicing, and yeah, he started turning like oompa loompa. Oh no, oompa loompa is that Oompa-loompa. what? Is that the oh yeah, 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 yeah. He was like, <laughs> it was seriously turning and his by skin juicing, orange. You mean you don't mean like carrot? Uh, no, you don't mean steroids. <laughs> yeah, that, that was the era, that was the era of that. Uh, that was creatine as well. <laughs> I actually had I a confused. former major league baseball player that I will not name that I went to high school with, and he's like, "Dude, you got to try this steroids." I said Whoa. no. I said no. Wow. He played for the Giants and the Phillies. You should have said yes. You can look him up. Uh, <laughs> I've been thinking about. I was thinking about using steroids for triathlons. I was like, Whoa. like, and then I, it, you do actually have to sign something that says you did it. And I was like, oh, oh really? Oh, I bet. Interesting. Yeah, mm. it's like a bummer because I'm like, who cares what place I get? It's like, so I got 780th instead of 812. Thinking about, <laughs> thinking about using steroids for a I'm just kind of like whatever it takes, man, at this point. At this point. Plus, I'm like old enough. I'll die soon. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, just an even darker turn. Pretty quick. This is yeah. where this is. <laughs> it's so funny because, um, you know, Jordan does these timestamps on this. Jordan yes, Granda, amazing producer. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I just imagine it like Eric, you know. Talks about steroids. Eric, yeah, Eric admits to doing steroids or something like it that. It also on there. was. That's so how you. Every podcast he mentions triathlons. So oh, my goodness. We just got triathlons and we're still waiting for soccer yep. and oh. for Formula One. Soccer. So, I'll go to soccer. Yeah, let's talk soccer. Sorry, you just walked into that one. <laughs> <laughs> so does it does it make you love your favorite English football team Chelsea more mm-hmm. or less that they spent over three hundred million dollars in free agent signings in the last month? <sighs> like they just bought their championship? Yes. Well they bought their tenth place that we're in right now. Well, it's because we're in tenth place right now. Did he say we? Out of twenty. Is, yeah, he, is he on the team? It's my team. Huh? Yes, yeah, his team. <laughs> oh, please. Is he on the team? Is he like playing for them? Do you say we about the Oakland A's? No. I guess if you're a team blogger, you're allowed to say we. <laughs> I never Whoa. would say we. You should say we. There's no we. I'm not playing. I think it's a community. <laughs> it's we. 
We are we are Chelsea. Do you put, say put we that, we are Calvary? Chelsea put that on the poll. We, Chelsea put that until on the I die. Uh, yeah, I understand the the hate on the we, but I don't I don't mind the we. I like the we. Do you say we? I say we. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Why not? Okay. I am one of them. I wouldn't say we about. Uh, let's see, my private Formula One. I wouldn't say we about. <laughs> Even though you have the hat, Max Verstappen and I are not we together. Uh, um, but uh, let's see. Okay, so yeah, I feel a little bit embarrassed about my team right now. I, I would. So. But I, I feel a little bit embarrassed about my team right now. Well, you should because your team's going to get relegated. No, they won't. What's your What's your team? Uh, Everton. Okay. And we spent zero dollars on the open tra- well, you, transfer you window. Sold a good player. We did. We got rid of our you best got player. Rid of your best player. Yeah, and yeah. and they fired their coach. Oh. Frank Lampard, who is a Chelsea legend, and Ooh. went to coach, and he's not a good coach. But we did get a new coach, and we just beat the number one team in the whole division. That's true. Okay, well, I think this is as far as we can okay, go. That's People are going to turn done. Yeah. 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 Speaking of like after, <laughs> very speaking aware. of after two minutes. Yeah. Hopefully, you guys hit the the plus fifteen seconds or whatever. <laughs> um, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So, okay, so th- then you talked about this whole aspect of repentance, mm-hmm. which um, repentance you said not just turning away, which is kind of the classic like definition mm-hmm. to turn around one eighty degree. I did say the week before it's to reorient your perspective. <sighs> Acts like he was like refuting me on stage, but he was, I mean, I feel like we were agreeing with each other. No, we are one in the same. We <laughs> different, we. different angles, different flavors of we. the same ice cream joint. <laughs> no, but it was really good. But I like those examples. Cause you gave this example of Brussels sprouts. You've repented of how you used to think about Brussels sprouts. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah something yeah. to avoid at all costs. Mm-hmm. Do you have, Don, do you have a vegetable that you used to hate, but now like all of them? Oh, Oh, like you used you're to anti veg, anti veg, and oh. now you're super pro veg. No, I'm. Still, <laughs> I still haven't repented. Oh, <laughs> if it's green, you, let it be. How are you not pro veg? Because you are like, you are just a vision right now. You are a just example <laughs> of like just physical beauty, and I don't understand how you could do that without eating vegetables. <laughs> But for real, you're like super fit. What's going on? No, I appreciate that. It's not true. But um, no, Marie Marie gets the vegetables into our, our family diet. Oh, does she oh. like have to cut them up real small and put them in the mashed potatoes? She has to do the airplane. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. But for real, you don't have a thing that you've like used yeah, yeah, to hate, yeah. but you like now? For sure. Uh, lettuce. I think every kid doesn't like lettuce or oh, salads. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then, yeah. yeah, I love salads, chew salads. Um yeah. yeah, I mean, pretty much tomatoes. Tomatoes is one too. Used to throw them out of every burger. I still get. hate tomatoes on hamburgers. Raw, raw, yeah, yeah. raw. On you, you don't like a lot of things for being a foodie. I don't like raw onions or tomatoes. I feel like most other things I'll eat. Is it the texture or taste or both? Raw onions for me, it is about the strong pepper acidic thing that shoots out of a raw onion that I don't overtakes everything. Yeah, I think it over. I do think it overtakes. I yeah. genuinely don't understand. How the entire culture of like Latin America wants to put raw onions on tacos because I do think it like takes away from the meat flavor. Like, yeah. but I know I'm I know I'm wrong. Like I, I understand that like cognitively sure. that I'm the one that's wrong <laughs> that you need to repent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I will not repent of that. I just want to enjoy my the, the meat of my tacos. 
So yeah, I don't know. Uh, so was there a moment for I? W- I didn't quite hear everything about the message. So was there a moment that you just like, whoa, these are good. What are good? Brussels sprouts. Yeah. I remember like there, well, I don't know if there's a moment, but there's a season where I went to a couple restaurants. Yeah. Where my mom wasn't the one that was making them. <laughs> we don't do editing, she's, bro. But she's, <laughs> I know I paused and I couldn't back out because she's an amazing cook. She is. Yeah. But she used to not make Brussels sprouts real good no, no. in my opinion. Yeah. I will tell you, like, I have the exact same experience as you. So, like, don't feel, like, yeah. guilty. Because this is how, like, people just used to do Brussels sprouts. Yes. They'd boil them. Boiled, steam, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whole, without cutting them yes, up. exactly. Just, yeah. <laughs> it's disgusting. Yeah. And then when you go somewhere that's cut them in half and they're dark brown, yes. fried, crispy with yeah. good aioli. And oh, yeah. they're awesome. Yeah, exactly. So, okay. So, I like to. Okay. So, it's like you started us off with, like, rep- you repented of that. Then you took like one little wait, bit. Wait, wait! I just had a farther. memory. You and I and our wives in Los Gatos, California, oh. at a restaurant. I think we had Brussels sprout appetizer, and you we were trying did. to sell me the on crispy it. ones. Yes, you were selling they it. Were this, this just flashed back in my head. Yeah. Wow. Oh, like when they put them in the deep fryer. Yeah, that's, that's what they did. That was actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, sorry that no, that didn't come out loud. All right. Tell us more about that. What was this? I'm, I am forgetting right now what the second thing was that you said you're the trash. trash. Oh, yeah, yeah. recycling. Recycling. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I used to not care mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. It wasn't when I moved to the Bay Area, everything kind of switched, changed. Hmm. Yeah. No one, everyone did it. And then I started to think. And then I started to read more about like Genesis and original purpose of humans and all these things. Like, yeah. Now I can speak with experience on this too. Bay Area trash cans are tiny, are small. Yes. Here, they're bigger. Yes. You have to care. They're like maybe a quarter of the size. Oh, so they want you to like really like you can only have so much waste. Right. Yeah. You have one giant recycle and a giant green waste and a tiny, 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 tiny. Ah. tiny. Did you know that here you can request a smaller one and your bill will be less? No. Really? Yeah. It's a thing. Like I've seen a couple like I've seen a couple of like real like like older people in yeah. my neighborhood because it's also easier to take it out. Mm, sure. Kind of thing, you yeah. know, so. <laughs> Um, but this yeah, is actually, this is actually the second week in a row in the pod. We've talked about trash cans. Oh, so yeah, last week we talked about so yeah, anyway, but I, I love that, that you repented of this like view of it's all going to burn. Who cares what happens to mm-hmm. a view of like, we are part of making this like we, we join in with God to like mm-hmm. yes. celebrate the creation he has made and to make it as until he comes back, as we, we have that role across the board yep. with everything. Yeah. We are yep. bringers of life, not takers of life. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's good. I think that's the right perspective as well, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, and if you don't agree with us, email us at podcast at calvarylife.org. Maybe we could, uh, gen- get one. Maybe that's what we need to do is like generate some controversy. <laughs> <laughs> To get an email. If you love, if you either love boiled whole Brussels sprouts <laughs> or you hate the earth and want it to just be polluted. Can't wait for it to be gone. Because <laughs> there is a view. There's a lot of people yes. that actually do have the view that it is going to all be burned up. So who cares? So why use energy and time finances to yeah. try to keep it nice? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think like our perspective should be towards like. If God is if God is on a mission of making everything that was broken like whole again, we should be on that same mission of all things, you yes. know, of all things. Like, I think obviously we care. 
I, I mean, I think I like prioritize like people, the human soul. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I think there is something though to global warming has become a little bit of a, a worship thing. Right. So it's become, Oh, I, I fight for you know, my cause of global warming because the earth is my God and I bow down to it. So there's like, there's an extreme case or kind of point of view where it's like this, all there is versus what you were talking about. It doesn't matter what this is. Right. But hmm. there's got to be gonna, some nuance there. We're going to fight you now. Okay, so <laughs> what, is, what does global warming have to do with that? I think people worship the earth, right? Versus, like whether global warming is a thing or not, right? Mm -hmm. Like, So I don't know if I'm going to come at you a little bit on this one. Well, yeah, so I would say <laughs> there's a worldview out there yeah. that says the earth is getting hotter. Yes. Therefore, we should cut back on our resources. Yes. But to the point where it's... Uh, it's, it's almost like a religion. Like if you don't agree with me, yeah. like you're evil. Yeah. yeah and yeah, yeah. there's still a lot of science out there about some of these things. Wow. Ooh. Still a lot of science out there. <laughs> he's making a face. You guys like he's scared. Like he, he, he just said something. He doesn't believe himself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just traveled this fine country this weekend and it was cold. Oh boy. So, Matthew, what does that have to do with global warming? <laughs> Lost all my college years. I know exactly. Um, yeah, so I think we should care for the earth. Amen. Amen. <laughs> and I think that we should. Anyone can take anything too far. Yeah. 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 That's what. That's that's my point. That's what I mean. Like it's like they're going to take it too far, whether whatever is true or not right. about global warming. Like there's these people that were like these like earth worshipers like right. hundreds of years ago, probably or thousands, you know? Yeah. Even and, biblical times, right? Like right. putting poles up on Hills and walking up there. And, yeah, yeah. 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 And there always will be. Yeah. yeah. But then we turned it to like the point getting more <laughs> into the point. No, no, I'm not saying that in a bad way. I no, mean, no. Like yeah, you're yeah. leading them towards something. I mean, yes. Yeah. I mean, who knows if we needed to take 15 minutes for it, but it's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> I took two minutes in my sermon, but we we, we take 15 minutes to get there in our podcast. Uh, I think we might be generous on both ends of those. But, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, like, yeah. So then you got it into like your, your thoughts on duty and love and obedience and that yeah. kind of a thing. Th that was interesting to me. I, I got more like I had multiple people come up and say that that little piece of the, of the pie was um, something that they that stuck with them that they were trying to wrestle with and figure out for themselves. Yeah. And mm -hmm. they kept, they kept thinking about, so that's yeah. good. Yeah. Like, yeah. Obedience yeah. versus love. Yeah. I think it was really cool. Um, sorry, I feel like I'm like dominating too much. No, you're doing good. Probably because Matt didn't listen to the sermon. <laughs> um, Again, people, I was on a plane <laughs> for 12 hours yesterday. <laughs> um, no, but, uh, I like it. And I was actually listening to it and I was kind of like starting to get like, mm, yes. am I going to disagree with him? And then, but then you had some, you had a good little thing for that. But anyway, I'll, let me try and explain your point and see oh. if I explain it well. Okay. Oh yeah. I'm and you can, you can come back on it, but like it was living a life of, and I might get some of these aspects, like not exactly the way you said it, but it's like you lived a life of duty and obedience that you had to do for God almost maybe in like an earn God's love kind of way, or like you have to like your whole perspective was um, on, on duty and obedience and God shifted it for you to think about it, that it's his love. You have to receive his love. And that is what matters most. 
and then obedience will flow out of that love mm-hmm. because you want to and you desire to in the way that if you love you didn't say this i don't think but like the way that you love your wife and because you love her you want to serve her mm-hmm. right and um, not because it's like she's nagged you mm-hmm. right like that mm-hmm. you 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 want to do that for her i don't know if you've ever done that or not matt but um <laughs> <laughs> well i was just thinking like if if your wife said will you open the door for me Right, it's kind of weird. Yeah. That's a dumb analogy, yeah. but like versus just wanting to do it because you wanted to do something cool. Because yeah. I think of what's most important to God. Yeah, I think a lot of oh, people yeah, have different ideas God. of what God cares about the most, and I think a lot of people think that obeying Him yeah. is what He cares about the most. And I just really started to believe that. That I mean, He didn't send His Son to die for us so that we would obey him. Mm-hmm. He sent his son to die for us so that we would know how much he loves us. Mm-hmm. And so I think love brings about obedience where obedience might only bring about behavior modification mm-hmm. where the love of God in your life will transform you. Mm-hmm. First, if you do first. obedience first yes. or if you do, yeah, yeah, versus yeah, yeah, yeah. love first. Yeah, I agree because it's like, it's not, it's hard because it's one of those things, like a lot of things, like, People that think that aren't stupid, like there's verses that say, like, if you, John if 15. you love me, you'll obey yeah. my commandments. Mm-hmm. And so then you're just like, ah, you know, it kind of like you think, and it has all these things yes. of like, yes, you got to like, you have to obey, right? There's all these verses about that. What and you so, do. Yeah. Well, no, I know what you do. Yeah. And so it's just like, I understand why people think that it's kind of like, even like in our baptism mm-hmm. class where I say like, look, people that think that you have to like baptize your babies they're not like just dumb. They're not getting that from nowhere. There's these mm-hmm. verses that say like he and his whole household were baptized and were saved. Mm-hmm. Like they're hard passages to deal with. It's yeah, not yeah. just like it came from nowhere. Like someone just decided to think that one day. Yeah. Now we think we have good reasons for thinking otherwise. And it's kind of like, you know, and so sometimes I just try to give like a bit of grace sometimes even yeah. to people that have that view. We want to like help them get to a different view sure. mm-hmm. and help them because i think it's especially with this one of the obedience and love it's like it's also going to be a better life like it's also mm-hmm. going to be like this is a much healthier way to live in relationship to yeah, god it, it's almost like the idea of um well it's faith and works too right like totally. faith and works are not opposed to each other obedience and love are not opposed to each other but what's the priority what's what comes first and that's kind of what you were getting at, right? Yeah. What will feed the other one mm-hmm. instead of yes. what, what's the other one just requiring that doesn't feed anything? Yeah. 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 That's really good. Because I know times in my spiritual life when I have been fueled by obedience, when something doesn't go my way, then I either get angry, mm-hmm. like I didn't get what I deserve because I'm making the genie, yeah. <laughs> you know, do what yeah. I want. Mm-hmm. Um, or I just get apathetic. Like, well, it doesn't matter how I live because nothing's going my way. Mm-hmm. Right. But operating from a place of love first, really the outcome isn't is important. Yeah. It matters much less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's so freeing. Like that totally changed my relationship with the Lord and changed the way that I engage with him. It changed what I what I think, like you said, I'm owed by him. Uh-huh. And I've already I'm already getting everything I'm owed. Hmm. Like I've got more, I got more than I ever was owed just mm-hmm. by his love. Like, mm-hmm. and so any, everything feels like gravy or icing on the cake rather than if I only had this then. Yeah. And it's just like, I already have everything. I have everything yeah. in his love. In the wonderful words of the theologian, Dave Ramsey, oh, I'm boy. better than I deserve. <laughs>
Dylan's just problematic wow. all over the place today. I feel like <laughs> not listening, bringing up global warming. Dave Ramsey. <laughs> Dave Ramsey probably agree with you on global warming. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, um, but that's, no, I think I that's a good challenge for our church, right? Yeah. Of just, uh, what's the priority, what flows from what. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that, I mean, we're, I guess we're talking about receiving God's love, but even the first and greatest commandment is to love God, not to like do stuff for God. The, mm-hmm. the first commandment is to love him. So like we receive God's love this has been my whole shtick since like my sabbatical is like feel like what I like realized in my life as well. I was like my repentance on my sabbatical was okay, receive God's love first. And just like, then everything else can come out of that. Cause I was praying on my sabbatical, like Lord help me to love people. Well, that was like my goal going in was I want to love people and the people of Calvary and like even people that I've like that have disagreed with me on a lot of the stuff that we've done, even in like, cause you know, this whole last few years with COVID and stuff, it's like, well, you're pretty much guaranteed to have half the people disagree with you on everything you do. Right. And uh, so it's just like, yeah, there's been a lot of that. And it's like, that can be wearing and that can be frustrating even. And I was like, Lord, I want like, I want that to be healed. And like what God said was, okay, well that's going to be healed by you receiving my love. Mm-hmm. And then out of that did then flow that love for people, mm-hmm. which is cool. Right. Like, and that was God doing that outside of like me sort of like trying to do that or right. something. Yes, you know? yes, yes. Yeah, there's yeah. a supernatural component to that. Mm-hmm. Whereas you receive the love of Christ, all of a sudden you're like, whoa, what's flowing out of me? Mm-hmm. Not even something I muster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just how I yeah. how, how I just naturally respond. And yeah. that's where I really, I, I, I love this idea of moving away from just choose differently. Yeah. Just choose differently. Choose the love. Choose it. Because... Yeah. Because then you either get the credit or the blame, mm-hmm. depending if you successfully do it or not, mm-hmm. versus receive God's love fully and see what happens. Mm-hmm. See what happens to you when you let God in, yeah. when you let God change you, when you let God, you know, do these things and make yourself available. Then you see what changes instead of being like, I'm going to change my life. And uh, and it's just something about that, that while simultaneously you you obey, even when you don't maybe want to or right, agree with it right. doesn't he if he's really the one who created everything and he created you then you owe it to him to obey him fully and completely no matter what yeah how is for but, you then like sort of like what how does the how work because that's kind of like the the theorizing theory, you yeah. know what i mean mm-hmm. and so then right so because it's we're well, not i'd even phrase it with uh as a recovering obedience holic in yeah. a sense yeah how do you like check yourself that you're not just leading out of just duty versus just the relational love of God? I mean, I think it's, it's been a process for me. It's been long. I mean, a lot mm-hmm. of counseling, a lot mm-hmm. of identifying why I do the things I do. Yeah. I, I would venture to say that most people don't know why mm-hmm. they do what they do. Yeah. All they know is they do it. Yep. Yep. Why, why do you always get upset? I don't know. I just am mm-hmm. mad about this. <laughs> trying you know? not, I'm trying not to. Yes. But what does that mean? Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so I think that like really leaning into that piece of my life, it took a mm-hmm. couple of years. It took a lot of time, money and counseling and all these different things of really pushing myself to those. And then it was also me really asking myself like, well, if this is what God is saying, mm-hmm. Am I, am, 
what am I doing with what he's saying? Because I, I've created my own narrative mm-hmm. of what I think he should be saying or mm-hmm. what like others have told me he said or done. And, and so I've been living out of either my own opinion or the opinions of others. And I've never asked God to clarify for himself, mm-hmm. God, what are you saying in this? Yeah. And I think that's a lot of what, the, what Aaron Holm has been leading us into. It's like, you're actually engaging with God to be the one that, that shares with mm-hmm. you rather than relying upon, yeah. you know, all those people that I mentioned yeah, that people yeah. rely upon. And that's actually exactly what you do if you go receive prayer ministry counseling through Desiree's ministry mm-hmm. here um, and our prayer, our prayer counseling ministry, like genuinely exactly what you process through is like, where is God in relation to you right now? What is God? And then like, what is God saying to you? And she's just guiding you to hear like, so what is God saying to you about this? Or where do you see God in this? And so it's just like, you're kind of like processing through it. And usually it kind of like results yeah. in some sort of moment of like, Oh, you know, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> like breaking mm-hmm. false yeah. narratives. Like you yeah. use that term yeah. and then replacing that with true narratives, Yeah, which would be biblical That's narratives good. at the mm-hmm. same time too. Right. Mm-hmm. So just, I mean, to fill in the obvious gap, but I don't think we'd ever hear from God something that he also hadn't communicated to us through mm-hmm. his revealed word too. So, well, wait, what? Or something that would be in opposition to his. That's what I mean. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good, good. 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 I just think that's like a little bit of an important, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Distinction, but yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. Um, so okay, I think, yeah, I think this going. is hard for people a lot of times because they just want, if I do A, B and C, I'll get D, E and F. Right. Right. They want a recipe. And I, I, I don't believe relationships are recipes. Right. Um, you can't manipulate them in order to make them become more intimate faster, mm-hmm. like without things just organically eventually happening. You can mm-hmm. spend more time together, which will definitely fast forward things. Mm-hmm. You can go through hard things together, which fast forwards things. Mm-hmm. And so when you start to spend more time with the Lord, you bring him into the hard things you're going through. You are asking him for mm-hmm. advice. You are just enjoying his presence. Mm-hmm. Then I think... That is the, that's the work. Yeah. That's the work of the process to, to being transformed. Yeah. I feel like for me, it's been kind of like to your point of like spending time with like a relationship. Mm -hmm. It's like been like opening myself to these times of just like being quiet, not filling the space, like not filling the space with noise. Cause I actually, it's like probably my worst weakness is to feel like mm-hmm. I fill space with noise all the time, a podcast, music, shut TV, mm-hmm. what conver- even just conversations with people, whatever, like to the point where it's like too much. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I have to like actively say, okay, like turn off the noise, get away from the busyness, go walk, ask like, God, I'm here. I want to be with you. You know what I mean? I mm-hmm. want to, I would, I would like to hear from you, Lord, mm-hmm. you know, like even just, just kind of starting the conversation. Yeah. And then I feel like those are. Those times are always when God has met with me, but it's not every time. Mm -hmm. Like that epic time I had on my sabbatical was like seven weeks into my sabbatical. Mm -hmm. It was like like the first couple weeks were just like a struggle, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And so like, and it doesn't have to be like a sabbatical. That just happened to be my sabbatical. But just like, it doesn't mean like the first minute you're quiet, all of a sudden it's like, I just am receiving God's love and I'm (laughs) knowing it and I'm in this place of bliss or something, you know? Cause it's like, I do think there's people that say like, I want to, I want to sense God's love. I want to receive his love, but they're really confused and don't know what to do when they don't, Mm -hmm. don't sense it or don't feel it. Right. Right. 
So it's hard. Mm-hmm. And I think I think also a lot of times when you lean into this process and you actually start to understand it was a way that a parent treated me. That's mm-hmm. really a, a hurdle that's keeping yeah. me from being able to do this. And I need to deal with that yeah. before I'm going to be able to fully. I think people think you can just bypass like yeah. all these traumas in our life that ha- have affected us significantly. Yeah. And I, I think that that is part of the process. Mm-hmm. Yep. Of, yep. Of Maybe that. even to translate yeah. what you're saying is that typically if we lead with the priority of obedience in our relationship to God, it could be because of past things in our lives. And also it could be because, or we can't transfer into just loving as the priority unless we clear up some of those things. I think obedience is a control thing. Yeah, but I think my, like my family of origin stuff would have yes. been like high expectations, mm-hmm. per, high perf- you have to perform, you have to do, even if I don't think and my parents were awesome, you know, mm-hmm. but like yeah, that totally. was still this culture of like, you better do the right stuff. And so then I, tr- that's where I'll lead with obedience though, with God, like to kind of to what he's saying yes, right. because of that. Right. And so I got to work yeah. on that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what do you got to work on Matt? Just kidding. <laughs> Man, lots of stuff. I think what's interesting is that, yeah. you know, typically pastors would be more extroverts if you could kind of like paint a broad brush. Like we like being with people, um, even if it's like more of an extrovert introvert where you can be with people and get depleted, whatever. But we like sure. being with people. Yeah. But then also typically we all struggle with this obedience, yeah. loving relationship mm-hmm. thing with God. That's one of the reasons we've even been elevated into leadership because we We can tend to get a lot of stuff done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we tend to be that guy that can memorize the Bible verses in third grade. Mm -hmm. And so that just kind of carries our whole lives. So I think even as leaders, boy, as we disciple people, we got to really be careful of how we've kind of been impressed (laughs) Mm -hmm. or even just elevated in that way. Yeah. And to not just only elevate then those. Right. Those like mindsets. Right. You know. Yeah. So. Which yeah. I know can be hard because like, yeah, those, those mindsets like perform really well in a work environment, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and that kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. So that was a good point. Good challenge for your message. What else you talk about? <laughs> <laughs> I think ultimately, I think we landed on this whole idea that I, and I still believe this, that the number one quality that God is looking for in human beings is availability. Mm-hmm. That if, if you are available if you make yourself available to him, he's like, I will choose you and I will, I will work through you and I'll, I'll move in your life and I'll do things in your life. And I think that mm-hmm. is, especially after living in San Diego for a while, living in the Bay Area for a while and coming back to Orange County, it's not, there's not a lot of availability in Orange County mm-hmm. for versus for, those other two places. Yeah. For much. Like if, if we, we, we try to make dinner, you know, if you, if it's more than like one or two families and you try yeah. to make a dinner plan, it's like months out. <laughs> Yeah, right. Or yeah, if you're trying true. to like just do simple yeah. things, it's zero availability. Yep. Yep. And so I think that, that we often struggle to experience all that God has for us because we simply don't have time for him. Mm. Yeah. I think that's really true. And even like we filled the time so much that we're so exhausted hmm. that we just like want to do the, the lowest forms of rest like mm-hmm. or, but they're more like i think we've compared it like relaxing versus rest so like watching tv because we'll just like oh i veg. just gotta sit in the yeah veg yeah vegging is relaxing versus like rest is like silence or you know for me like and we all like for me oh, it's that mm-hmm. listening to listening to like 
listening to good worship music is actually really helpful to me to just like lay down and, and listen to that. And it's like, but I can be so tired that I don't even like have the energy mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. Even though that would, if I did it, even when I'm tired, if I did it, it would be good for me. Yeah. <laughs> you like, know? <laughs> yeah. But I don't want to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Like eating vegetables. Like eating vegetables. Like picking Full up circle. your trash. <laughs> Mix it into your mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of gravy. You can get, get by. <laughs> That's the thing. I, I've had this funny, like, later contention that nobody actually likes Brussels sprouts still. <laughs> they just like bacon and garlic. <laughs> <laughs> that and the butter and the oil. And the butter, and yeah, yeah, exactly. You know that what I mean? So, but that's kind uh, of a be. lot of things. Yeah. So, so availability is saying, yeah, God, availability. Um, I give you my time or you own my time. We're just saying I'm available because here's the thing is I don't think God thinks most of what we're doing is bad. Right. I think a lot of what we're doing is good. But when that good becomes the ultimate and without us intentionally making it like when when our when our kids sports schedules or our, you know, our our plans to to elevate in our careers or whatever it might be becomes the ultimate thing that we are putting ourselves towards. They become an idol. And then all of a sudden, yeah, we get the results. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And that's kind of like what, so, cause all this came, that stuff we're talking about, was like John the Baptist telling people to repent. So that's mm-hmm. how we got in the repentance thing. Mm-hmm. But he was trying to, it was like this, I even tried to say something about like this. It was, it was like a repentance towards availability. It was like mm-hmm. a repentance towards hearing, hearing and seeing the Messiah for who he really is. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, turn, you've got all this junk that's like, the Messiah is coming. Way. You've got all this junk in your way. We need God to like remove all these obstacles, but we also need to like pull the obstacles that we've placed right exactly like a little bit away. And that's mm-hmm. and maybe even for the person struggling with the how, it's like a bit of that, right? Yeah. Like, hey, what can you pull away that's just like clogging, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> clogging your filter? You know, so even just throwing something else to the mix. So it says John John the Baptist was filled with the Holy Spirit, even to use this message, right, or to say this message. So how much of the Spirit's even involved in? Yeah, and this whole recipe, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Of availability of yeah. loving first, and then obedience out of that. So yeah, and that's how we've parked it. At the end, is just mm-hmm. saying that the greatest thing about God is the number one thing He's asking us to do: repent, be willing to change. Is the very thing that He empowers us to do. Let's nice. go! Like, yeah, the power comes that's from right. Him right. to right. repent. That's right. That's good. Which is just like all the pressure's off. Yes. Yes. So it's really nice. It's uh, good. Like it. Yeah. How was, uh, I, for sharing. I realized I listened to the sermon, but I didn't listen to the, the benediction. Oh, did you do the oh, number six blessing? <laughs> welcome, welcome to my world. Welcome because to my world. In my head, whenever I say the Lord, yeah. like may the Lord, you know, I, I always go, I always go Psalm 103, oh. be gracious and compassionate to you, slow to anger, abounding in love. That's my natural. Oh, interesting. Like flow. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so... I I was gonna just go straight into the benediction, say, oh, "Let me close with this," and then mm, no and, little pre prayer, nope, and yeah, yeah, but I then, do that. But yeah. then the intro just went away, and so oh. I started with the pre prayer so I could find, oh, so send good. my secretary to find <laughs> the opening line. <laughs> send your, your brain send your secretary, yes. <laughs> and, she, and she came running back with it. And oh, then you found she it. She handed it to me. I'm like, oh, thank you. And well, then let's, I, let's end the pod on that on his Benny. Can can Jordan? Can you put that in the 
Oh, it's not perfect, but it's pretty good. Uh, well done. No, that's great. And well I purposefully switch it up just a little bit, oh, like yeah, the, 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 the cadence. Oh, yeah, bit. yeah. You didn't do the give you peace. No. I keep trying to change that because I know I've gotten into this like rhythm of that's like how yes. I do it. And then for some reason, that's just like what I feel like I want to do. You know, like yeah. that's like. No, oh, it's I, you. I that's what it. I'm trying yeah. to give people peace yeah. in the midst of that moment. But. It's, um, yeah. it's been like to get kind of serious, but it's been yeah. a blessing to our church. It really has. I mean, obviously it is, <laughs> it is a blessing, yeah. but I feel like our church, it's been a sweet rhythm that's yeah. come upon our church in the last couple of years. So I actually like get like emails from people mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. Like, Hey, I just want to say thank you. It's like, you know, or I was like, I was at a life group. I've been going to like different life groups each Sunday and I was at a life group and they were like, I I had to go, I wanted to go early, but I, I had to get, I had to get the blessing and then I ran right out. Like, yeah, and yeah. it was like, cool. Like people, right, like, I don't yeah. know, that kind of made me happy that yeah. like people were like, oh. I personally, every time yeah. look forward to it. I open my hands yeah, and I hold it. Me too. I fully ask God. That's to, good. And I yeah. try to receive it. And it's now, his words, not mine. Yeah. You know? Now, did yeah, you, yeah, 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 did yeah, you yeah. do Eric's um, post words on it as well? <laughs> Have a great week. Yeah. yeah. God bless you as you go. 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 We actually had one of our tech guys, uh, I won't mention his name, but he like put together a whole compilation. Comp- compilation? Com- <laughs> lots of lots of different recordings. Of, of the God bless you. God bless you go. God bless you go. God bless you go. God bless you go. Yeah, it was really fun. That was awesome. That was awesome. It was the whole thing actually too. And then yeah, it just yeah. had, but then he had like 10 different God bless you as you goes at the end. And it was right. just like, Oh Man, dang. I that's the I thing did. you got to uh, Like, I, I think about like this, uh, <laughs> the Billy Madison movie <laughs> Have you seen where, where there's the, the one guy who like, like, uh, Steve Buscemi plays him and he has like this list of people that hurt him when he was a kid oh, and yeah. then like he's really like, really nice billy madison's like really nice to him and he gets yeah. crossed off his list oh yeah oh yeah to get murdered oh yeah he was like a serial killer yeah that's yeah, right. yeah that's right i always think about you you got to be nice to people who have are tech savvy who have access to recordings because <laughs> they can be really mean and cruel and like yeah. so pick you apart where i think about that is on the weeks that i'm speaking and i'm singing worship Oh, but I already have my um, microphone like oh, attached. Yeah. Oh, I know. I'm like, oh, it's what if like somewhere? they could just put um, like open mic and all of a sudden it's like the Lord. Or they leave bless. it on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's been, that's been famous on this podcast right. of my <sighs> my singing into the oh. cry rooms mostly. It was like and, and it was like blaring because I think the rest of the room couldn't hear it because it was just like there's so much other noise. Yeah. But it was just like in the cry rooms in the lobby. It was just like my voice. <laughs> In the bathrooms, the restrooms. Last, yeah, yeah, in the bathrooms. It's so intense. Oh, that's so embarrassing. Hey, yeah. can we do rapid fire questions on Tim? Ooh, yeah, yeah. Go, uh, yeah. go, go. I don't, okay. I got, are there anything uh, else on the message or sermon? Or? No, that's no, good. No, that's that's good. There's plenty. More well done, enough. brother. Well, <laughs> overdone. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Great. Um, yeah. So you have some different roles here at Calvary. Yes. You are also the college pastor. Yes. Men's pastor. Yes. Over. Um, what's your student ministry thing? caring for people yeah, he, yeah. he helps be an advisor I, I, I like yeah. i like yeah. what christian said huh. he says you're like gandalf in the corner <laughs> <laughs> exactly that's good that's good providing like so, encouragement to our student ministries yeah. yeah yeah um but tell us about like even college students where are they at these days young What's adults happened? we're going with young adults, young adults. Yeah, yeah sorry I'm, adults. I'm a little bit behind the times <laughs> yeah see ya see ya cya um calvary which stands for calvary, calvary young adults young not adults not college young and adults. young adults no points calvary Kaya. <laughs> Young <adults>. Caillou? Caillou? <laughs> oh, don't get me started. <laughs> Caillou issues. Um 
I don't even know what that is. I'm like, so I'm old. Is that a kid oh, show or something? Yeah. This is the worst kid show ever. It oh. teaches kids how to whine. <laughs> I'm just that was Dora. Boy. That's why I didn't want my it's, kids doing it's Dora. It's the next yeah. generation of Dora. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty terrible. And he has no hair. He's like bald. He's like nine. Four. <laughs> you don't get it. What's going on? Is this t- should we? Okay. Why is that bothering you, Jim? <laughs> right? That's why I made the mention. I saw my dad in the crowd. Well, dad, I, he, my dad gave me his hair. Because you're okay. Let's let's talk about this. This oh, is my oh, rapid yeah, yeah, fire yeah, yeah. question. Yeah, yeah. You're a I'm a hat wearer. You're a 99 percent of the time hat wearer, but then in, on Sunday you feel like because when you preach, you feel like you got to be a little more like. No, I just figure it's, I I it's literal. Literally, <laughs> people will judge me if you wear a hat. If I wear a hat, yeah, and that will be that will not be good for them. Because I'm not sinning, but if they're judging me, yeah, distracted by it or something. What about your little Scottish guy? Hat, your little Peaky Blinders. Could hat. I wear that? It feels less bad. It feels better than wearing like a Vans hat. I just have gotten. I've hat. just gotten so much guff at oh, different I mean, periods of my life I for having a hat yeah. on. When I'm even when I'm praying for someone in the prayer station, I have had people avoid me because I was wearing the hat. <sighs> so I'm just like, it's not worth it. it I'll just show I, off my I, bald head. Yeah, I agree. You're right. It's not worth it. And I think your bald head is a beautiful, yeah, a it's beautiful a very, bald head. It's you a should, very nice there, head. There could be worse. <laughs> you don't have, I, can't, I can't get it tanned because my dermatologist is all, always wear a hat. But you don't have outside. any like weird warts or anything well, like you, that. Like it's very nice. I have a little nice, dent. You right get some there. tanner. Thanks. We could get you some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like my skin keratin. <laughs> I don't use any okay. tanners though. Guys, no tanners. That you know of. What do you mean? You well, think what my you girls know? gave me stuff that like has tanners in it? They might have. I think I read about it, but you I don't actually know. do have really nice skin though. Because <laughs> it. it's, it's now it's so yeah, soft it's so and supple. moisturized. <laughs> 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 don't hate me talking about this stuff. Look at me, so uncomfortable. <sighs> okay, okay, sorry. Young, Call, young adults, young is adults. Fun. yeah, yeah. So, like for example, we played volleyball this Sunday, mm-hmm. and there were probably like. 20 about 20 young adults there mm, and awesome. it was just great because it's turned into like this outreach and a lot of people bring friends that aren't comfortable coming to church yet and so we're engaging there thursday mm. nights we have people like it's, it's when people think about college students they think about you're just trying to keep them off the rails right they're about no, to yeah. they're about to go off the rails at any mm-hmm. moment and be crazy and it, it's really it's really cool i'd say about 75 percent currently volunteer in ministries at Calvary. Yeah. They are like starting their own Bible studies for new Mm. college guys, Bible study. Mm -hmm. I mean, Sunday nights, they have like 12 or 13 guys that show up every Mm. Sunday night going through the book of Hebrews Mm. started by a couple of students. That's cool. Um, Just like good, good, like things are happening. And it's also interesting though, because at this stage of life, they're also facing for the first time, legitimately, a lot of their childhood issues, mm-hmm. and and like some some of their like parents go to this church still, oh, yeah, and so it's, it's probably an interesting thing to be working through mm-hmm. all your stuff, and then seeing your family at the place you're trying to go to church and mm-hmm. worship, and so I think there's like you know trying to encourage like to be faithful and stay and see it, mm-hmm. but I don't know, it's just it's a really cool cool group to work with. That's sweet. Like, I think one of the blessings too is that I think average youth pastor last, you know, about two and a half years, three years is what mm-hmm. I've read. I don't know if that's always true, but it feels like it's a shorter stint mm-hmm. um, position, but that you've gotten to walk with students now for many, many years. And I think there's just such a blessing to that, yeah. right? Yeah. 
for yeah. sure. That that's like like I know a couple that got engaged this weekend, and I walked with them when they were dating people I didn't think they should have dated in the first place, right? <laughs> right and they right, right. finished that relationship, start a new relationship, pursue yep. this one to the mm-hmm. point of the. I mean, it's just so yeah. it is. A, it's a special. I think about four years for us, nothing's changed, right? Like right, nothing. Right, but right. four years between like. 19 and 23 it's huge yeah so much changes yeah. right and so you're but so that's again how cool that you've been a constant in all those changes yeah. yeah someone they can count on and be consistent it's awesome well done any more rapid fire questions um what's your favorite meal to cook oh, yeah, you are a foodie as well both oh. of you guys are foodies oh. tim's, I, tim's really good though he's really good i yeah. like long i like long term like like a cocovan or uh made that this weekend yeah See, I, I, so I love stuff that has a lot of layers of cooking. Yes. Um, I love sauces. Yes. I, I Like if, if I get approved for my sabbatical, um, I want to do like, a, I would love to even volunteer in the kitchen for like a month mm. and wait, wait, learn wait, how to do say stuff the cool, like that. Say the cool word. Sue? Stage. To be a stage. What's that? Stage. Stage in a kitchen. It's a fancy word for volunteer in a kitchen. Yeah. What he just said. Like a professional kitchen? Yeah. yeah. Really? <laughs> you kind of do grunt work, but you pick up stuff. Are we talking like Panda Express? Are we yeah. talking like... <laughs> I'm all Chick-fil-A. You know, I just volunteer. It'd be cool if you could do it like some... I don't know. Well, Michelin. it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. You just, I don't know if you, what your travel situation with your with your child's Dude, age and stuff. I know. You know? I could do it somewhere else. But yeah, that'd be insane. Like in yeah. Italy or something or whatever. France. That'd be incredible. Yeah, but that's got lots of money challenges. Dreams. Yeah. <laughs> dreams, dreams, exactly. dreams. Exactly. That's cool. You yeah. can make a pastor's dream come true. Yeah, yeah. So if any of you wants to fund Tim's ability to stage at a Parisian three-star Michelin restaurant. <laughs> You know where to find me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, um, podcast at calvarylife.org. <laughs> It'll be our first email in six weeks. It's <laughs> uh, awesome. Great. Cool. This is good, you guys. Yeah, appreciate yeah. you. Yeah, love this. And I think this whole notion of like seeing how you can think of repenting as being like willing to change your mind and being mm-hmm. available to God, like kind of turning yourself like from mentally even, you know, from and heart wise from like the drive of the, every, every definition of success in like Orange County and busyness and all that and turn yourself towards like a mindset of openness and availability to God. Mm-hmm. And, like we think you'll be blessed. So, yeah. And then live out of that, like what God does in you. Right. So and find yourself wanting to obey there you instead go. of having to obey. Yeah, yeah. That's a good Lawn place. obedience, same direction, right? There it is. Yeah. Love it. All right. Thanks, boys. And thank you for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. Thanks again for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. If you'd like to share any of your thoughts, please reach out to us at podcast at calvarylife.org. You can find out more about the show on Instagram at Calvary Life or on our website at calvarylife.org slash podcast.